Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long Podcast is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, Punting Form, and the home of stand-up comedy, The Comics Lounge. So it's that time once again to introduce Nick Tedeschi, my BFF pro punter and the master behind his tips package to the house. Welcome, Top Rope. How are you, brother? Last time, baby. How could you not be good? This is the outstanding, outstanding time of year. Six games, all kind of weekend. Bring it on. So for everyone uh, viewing at home, I have been flown to the Gold Coast uh, to hang out with management. Uh, they're going to wine and dine me at the Magic Millions, mate, and hopefully uh, give me a few winners, pal. So that's why everything's a little bit different behind me. And, uh, mate, we're ready to rock. So uh, once again, Jerry can't make it. He's stuck on a flight a.k.a. beach party with uh, some young ladies on Miami's beachfront there. So uh, so let's jump straight into it, uh, Top Rope. Last year's expansion of the NF play- at the playoffs gave us two extra blowout matches to watch. I feel like we're heading in the same direction this weekend. Do you think there's too many teams in the playoff format? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I'm pretty happy with I was pretty happy with the, the, the format they had there, but I... I I don't mind rewarding the, the number one seed. Certainly, made it, certainly created a lot more interest around the number one seed, uh, and, and kept more teams in at the bottom end to the last week. So, yeah, we, we kind of sacrificed a bit in the back end with too many teams here. I think, but the upside is, I think some of the races last a bit longer. So, um, I suppose I would have been much less happy if they'd gone to to sixteen teams. So. Um, Probably not a bad move then. So the uh, Detroit Lions definitely got screwed by the referees in the game that they did not even play. There were so many questionable calls that the, the Lions needed the Rams to win. Mate, did the Rams, sorry, did the Lions get ripped off? Yeah, the Lions got ripped off big time. But the NFL clearly did all their best. And, it, you know, I, I don't think there's any outright corruption or matrix, you know, an t- attempt to... Uh, um, Basically, I think there's a subconscious bias to, to try and get the good quarterbacks there. There's no doubt the NFL wanted Aaron Rodgers to be, to be you know, in the playoffs, which is damn unfortunate that that, that Seattle ended up um, getting in there because, you know, Detroit would have been a really interesting team to, to play this week, whereas Seattle are just there to get absolutely hammered by the winners. Yes, it would have been very exciting. So speaking of Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre's last pass as a Packer was an interception, and I'm betting that Rodgers may have thrown his last interception for the Packers. Do you think he'll be a Packer next year, Top Rope? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think uh, Rodgers is, is going. We're not going to be allowed to go anywhere. I think we're going to go through the regular off-season. Rodgers bickering and back and forth over, over where he's at, but I think where he where we're trying to want to get to is to just get a bit more talent around him. Uh, he's obviously in decline. You know, the running game is is fantastic. I, I think you know we need to look at the line and probably you know a big bodied receiver who, who who can you know come a bit more of volume catch than what they've got there. Yeah, it looked uh, like they were a bit emotional walking off the field together. Uh, him and his old mate uh, walking off down the tunnel so 
Look, let's see what'll happen. He'll probably make it all about himself during the off season, like normal. But you know, not Aaron Rodgers. He wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> so the Steelers, mate, were dead at the halfway point of the season, and they turned it on. Almost made the playoffs. Should Mike Tomlin be coach of the year? Uh, it's a close one thing. I, I kind of certainly uh, consider case for for him. You know, there's obviously a case for um, Nick Sirianni. He's done a great job. I, 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 would have thought Zach Taylor certainly should be an expert for mine. Best coach in, in the NFL in 2022 is Sean McDermott. He's in game adjustments, his ability to um, get the most out of his team, to, to, to overcome injuries, all that stuff. So, um, I, I, yeah, McDermott won it. McDermott's not going to win. But, um, yeah, I, I think if Tomlin won it, it would be a well deserved recognition of a, of a very good coach who I think is. is even for all his achievements, still underrated. So Patrick Mahomes is improving right before our very eyes. He's he's not forcing the ball as much as he used to last year. He's leading his team a lot better. Uh, mate, is this the best season you've seen Patrick Mahomes play? Um, most consistent season. I'm not sure it's the best season. Yeah, it probably lacked the dynamism of, 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 of the year they went on the, uh, uh, the Super Bowl run. Uh, look, great year. He's a great player, and I think, you know, when you factor in what he's had to overcome, you know, there's no Tyreek Hill anymore. The offense has been revamped. You know, certainly become, I wouldn't say a lot more run-heavy, but a lot more maybe running back the line. Like the short passing game to, to, to Jared McKinnon certainly probably been a big feature that, that wasn't there with, with Clyde edwards there. So, um, no, great season for Mahomes, but I don't know if it was his best. So maybe the issue in Denver wasn't Russell Wilson. Since departing uh, Nathan Hackett, Wilson has played somewhat better. He looked like the old Russell Wilson to me against the Chargers on the weekend. So, mate, do you think Russ is back or in some point we're going to see the old Russ next season? Well, I think we, they're, one of the, they're obviously on a coaching hunt right now. They're, they're shooting for the start of Denver. They've, they've uh, reached out and, and tried to interview John Harbour. They've gone for uh, David Shaw. And they have gone for um, uh, made a run at um, Sean Payton. So you know, they need to find a coach who's, who, who's smart enough and willing enough to to adapt around Russ if we're the best out of Russ. So uh, not sure if we are there yet, but um, yeah, I, I think Russ is fairly limited at this stage of his career. But I think there's, there's he can certainly play better if he's got a, a coach who's willing to to, to, to buy more into. What Russ wants to do, rather than just almost going in a complete opposite direction. So Purdy continues to get the job done at a very high level with the 49ers. mate. They look like the real deal to me. I'm very excited. If they are the real deal, that means that they will finish the season in the Super Bowl. Either way, what will the 49ers do with Trey Lance next year? Yeah, it's fascinating because yeah. Uh, Purdy is, is only the second quarterback after Dan Marino to start his career with five straight multiple touchdown games. Yeah, it's an incredible start to his career. He's looking an absolute treat up there. Like he, he may well be an elite quarterback, you know, already. I know only five games in, but he, yeah, he's looking poised. He's, you know, they have been at the since he's been there. So, yeah, Trey Lance probably has more upside than Purdy, but he certainly has a far, you know, lower floor as well. So, uh, Look, they've been through this the last couple of years. It was Jimmy G and and, and Trey Lance, and now we're going through something. So I, I, 
I think they'll get both of them at the moment, but I think there's a good, good chance Purdy starts. It's Purdy amazing if you ask me their uh, top rope, I tell you. But I tell you what wasn't Purdy was the Texans. Well, <laughs> all you had to do was you didn't have to tank, you didn't have to do that, just play a few players out of position, put a few guys on IR, um, and no, what did they do? They went ahead, won the game, which as a player myself, you always go out to 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 win. Uh, but looking back on it, not so great. Now the Bears have secured the first uh, the first pick. Let the games begin. They don't need a quarterback. What could the Bears get in return for that number one pick top right? Yeah, I think the Bears would look very much draft capital as, as possible. Um, yeah, at the moment, there's not a you know, tend to trade for you know, trade, trade draft picks for big players tend not to get really that well rewarded. If you, you kind of yeah, they'd be looking at, at getting the, the second or third pick plus a heap more down the line, I would have thought. So, um, you know, they've obviously got something out of Justin Fields this year. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 100% sure they're going to stick with Justin Fields. So, um, yeah, it'd be fascinating to see what they get. But, you know, the smart money's on a lot of draft capital. They've just hired um, uh, the B10 commissioner to, to oversee, uh, oversee everything at, uh, uh, at the Bears as well. So, yeah, real kind of sea change. I think they're kind of. Yeah, one of the, the last clubs to modernise, but I think they're modernising now. The Arizona Cardinals have fired their head coach, Kiff, Cliff Kingsbury. Mate, did you see this one coming? I saw this one coming in about week four, I think. So um, Kingsbury is probably not the best hire. Had a couple of good starts to, to some seasons, which kept him going, but he was a dead man. He was obviously not dealing with Murray. Results weren't there, you know. I think I read a couple of previews across various forums where, you know, I even said do it for again. Cliff Kingsbury coaching his last game and there you go, Monday fine. So uh, no surprise. Thank you for the chat there, Top Rope. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, mate, and we're going to come back with you to take us to the house. Welcome back, and now it's time to take it to the house. Brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. So uh, put on your uh, turnstiles there, top rope, and uh, take it straight into the bookie wrap. Yeah, it was a, uh, a week for favourites there, Grant, but uh, they weren't covering. Uh, 11 favourites, 197 covered. Uh, the under hitting nine of the 16 games, home teams won 11 of the games. So, uh, favorites winning, not covering, has been kind of the, the pullout of the season. Uh, and, and you know, the under's gonna finish the year at 55%, so uh, profitably sticking with the unders, mate. Uh, take us in to your package. How did you uh finish up the regular season? Yeah, it went uh two and two last week. We've got a couple of uh couple of wins, couple of losses. Your Cowboys let me down uh, terribly. And then uh, the total in the Steelers-Browns game was uh, disappointing, said less. Uh, but we got the uh, got the Bengals and got the under in the, 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 the Jazz and Titans. So, um, yeah, a bit of a wash away. Uh, to be honest, Top Rope, uh, I think the Cowboys are going to let me down once again this week, mate. But... Uh Let's uh, let's head straight into uh, Jerry's shoebox, mate, and let everyone know how uh, how Jerry went for the uh, final week of the season. Uh, yeah, Jerry went two or four as well, paying his bet down 0.4 uh, units for the week, so uh, slightly down for uh, for the year. But uh, 
you know, he's fired up for a big class. So, buddy, we're lucky once again to uh, get six matches on TV here in Australia. All of them will be broadcast on ESPN and Seven Mate. And let's jump straight into match number one. This will be uh, your favourite match of the week, I dare say, pal. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco, Sunday, 8.30am. The line, 49ers minus 10, and the total is 42 points. Brock Purdy, mate, we spoke about it before. He's 5-0 as a starter. And the key has not been for him turning over the ball. He's been absolutely fantastic. Geno Smith is averaging 212 passing yards in the two regular season losses to the 49ers. What say you on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, absolutely love the Niners this week. Love the Niners. Uh, home favourites are nine and a half or more and more. Card weekend have covered 12 straight. This is a weekend where winners tend to cover 54 7 and 1 against the spread uh, winners of the game. So, if you don't have the Seahawks going to win, they're probably unlikely to cover. Uh, we, we, the, the Niners have covered eight of ten since Christian McCaffrey arrived. They've covered five straight division games. Yeah, I just cannot get into Seattle. Not a little note here. Uh, teams who missed the playoffs last year who were playing on the road this year, seven twenty-two and one against the spread in wild cards. So, uh, all over the, the, the Niners this week, they're laying the points and very confident about it. Amazing. Thank you, Top Rope. Uh, match number two. LA Chargers at Jacksonville Sunday, 12.15 p.m. The line is Chargers minus two. The total is 47. Look, Jacksonville won the regular season matchup on the road in convincing fashion. Uh, And what can we say? They finished the season out with a four-game winning streak. Where's the play on this one? Hard hard, hard game. Hard hard game to, to, to figure out here. Probably lean towards the Chargers. They've covered seven and nine in the road for a five of a loss. Uh, no real knock on the Jags. Uh, quarterbacks on that playoff debut just 17 36 and two against the spread. So they'll play against Trevor Lawrence there. But uh, probably if looking at best bet, probably the under. The under is 30 13 and one in wild card games, 25 9 and one when the total is uh, north of 44. And the Jags 11 and three under at home. So, uh, yeah, lean probably mostly towards the under for players. Well, we've got match number three, and if you're going to miss one game this weekend, this is definitely the one. Miami at Buffalo, Monday, 5 a.m. The line is pills a whopping 13 and a half. The total is 43. Well, what do we say? The Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins squared off for the third time this, this season. Can they break the deadlock? It's one and one. Who have you got winning this one? Top right? Yeah, Buffalo will be winning in Buffalo. I think she'll be covering it. We saw Skylar, Skylar Thompson last week. Did not look ready for the NFL. Uh, struggled home against the Jets there. Uh, did lead to one of the great um, gambling moments of all time. Now, for those who took minus three and a half on the, the, the Dolphins, that safety at the end there uh, to cover the three and a half was some epic prayers for all those Jets fans out there. But yeah, big favourites of the way you want to play a wildcard weekend. Uh, the Bills have covered, yeah, they've covered five or seven or scoring 30 pass. They've covered out of the last 11 head to head when they were playing against the Dolphins. Dolphins aren't playing the cold. Third string quarterback, big favourites, 12 and 0 against the spread in Wildcard weekend. Chips in Buffalo. Definitely. And uh, match number four New York Giants at Minnesota, Monday, 8 30. AM, the line, Vikings minus three. The total is 48 and a half. 
Mate, this is the best chance for a road upset, I think, just quietly. Uh, The Giants took the Vikings to the limit in their Week 16 encounter. Saquon Barkley had 133 total yards and touchdowns. The Giants are 5-1 and when Barkley gets 20 or more carries. Who you got on this one, Top Run? Yeah, don't mind the Giants here. Uh, Covered seven straight for lost five, six against the wing team. Uh, the Vikings covered just three of the last 11 off a win of 14 and more. Not a huge amount of confidence there. Well, I do have a huge amount of confidence is the under in this game. Uh, mentioned earlier the under with high totals. It's 11 and 1 in World Cup weekend and totals 48 and more. Uh, the Giants were a huge unders team. Uh, it's a big under spot. I'm, I'm playing the under pretty. Pretty confident on this one. Wonderful there, top rope. And uh, match number five, mate, Baltimore at Cincinnati, Monday, 12.15 p.m. The line is Bengals minus 10. Wow, something's going on there because that has changed. And the over-under is 40 and a half. So, look, mate, another game we've got here with the quarterback situation that has directly impacted the line, that is for sure. So, mate, where should the punters put their dollars on this one, top rope? Yeah, Ben tells us Lamar Jackson's out, so we you know we could be looking at Anthony Brown as the, the starting quarterback here, which is a, obviously a huge concern for for, for the Ravens. Uh, Cincinnati tend to be the most underrated team in the conference. Covered seventeen four and one against Liverpool win. Covered sixteen twenty two against winning teams. A good record against the division. They've covered the last four against the Ravens head to head. Big favorites of the way to play. Got to be with the Bengals this one. So I'll be back in the Bengals tomorrow. So mate, Tuesday is. My house where the party will be, and uh, hopefully the shades aren't put down and I'll be crying in the fetal position in the corner, mate. So uh, match number six, Dallas at Tampa Bay, Tuesday, 12.15 p.m. The Cowboys are minus two, and the total is 46. Here's a stat for you, top rope. Tom Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. He is 7-0, and zero, and that scares the hell out of me, my friend. So what do you think about this one, Top Run? Yeah, great stat there. Uh, it's going to be the hardest of the week to, to, to get a grip on, so no, no big players here. But uh, Brooke Brady's covered just two of his last 16 night games. Uh, the Bucks have covered just three of their last 16 games. Dallas covered 10 of 11 off a loss, 20 of 26 of a loss of 14 or more. Leading the Cowboys as well. Yes. Lucky you are because, oh, mate, I don't know what I'm going to do just quietly. But uh, thank you for all that uh, insight there, Top Rope. And, mate, you are one of the most knowledgeable guys that I know in the game, mate, and you've uh, helped me this year learn a lot of new things, which I want to thank you for. But uh, for everyone out there listening, go to the thelittlebirdie.live, head to the Little Birdie shop. You'll find Top Rope's package to the house. Uh, he'll be doing his tips again for Wild Card Week. Uh, you can also find Jerry's Shoebox in there. It's available for $22. If you are serious about being an NFL punter or you want to show off to your mates like I do, uh, head straight to the thelittlebirdie.live and hit the shop. So, Top Rope, how is the divisions looking, mate? Who's going to win the AFC and who's going to win the NFC? I and mean, what are the odds? Uh, yeah, so uh, AFC, we've got the Chiefs with the week off, two dollars fifty, the Bills two eighty four, Bengals five dollars. They're the only three teams I think any chance of advancing. Uh, look, for mine, the Bengals are bad. I think they're a good matchup against the Chiefs. They've got to have to roll the Bills, which will be difficult. But we will, um, yeah, up at Orchard Park. But we, we're going to see a 
really, really good Bengals fan, really well prepared Bengals fan. So if I was having a bet of those lots, I'd be taking five dollars on the Cincinnati Bengals there. How's the uh, how's the NFC list uh, looking there, top right? NFC, we've got uh, almost can't split the Eagles about the week off, and the Niners who are playing the Seahawks this week, so almost a week off. Cowboys and Bucks only our teams in double digits there. You've got to be with the Niners, don't you? I, mean, I think the Niners will absolutely smoke the Eagles if they if they play them in the NFC Championship game. So, uh, oh yeah, the Niners should be favourites for, for for the uh, Super Bowl for mine, which is yeah very bullish on them now. So um, yeah, let's hope that uh, uh, we see a strong showing this week. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Niners are the way the way to play uh, the NFC at the moment. They're pretty good odds, mate, and I uh, definitely agree with you. I am uh, all over the 49ers, and uh, I wish you the very best. So uh, as you can tell by the smile on my face, my dear friend, we are heading into the charity pick section, and each week our panel is granted $100 by our sponsor at topsport.com.au. Mate, I know I had a win last week. Uh, I am a few games behind you guys. How uh, how'd you go, Top Run? I had the loss. I had the under in the, the, the Brown Steelers game. So late touchdown. So I don't know. I can feel the heartache. I can feel the sincerity in that heartache from you there, mate. But uh, uh, no loss, loss for me. And for all our listeners too, poor old Jerry, uh, he had a loss also. So for everyone playing at home, uh, Top Rope is 11 and 7. And myself and Jerry are at nine and nine. So, mate, we're going to continue to do this through the playoffs. I'm hoping that you'll drop a few more for me to make <laughs> it a little bit interesting. Um, but, mate, uh, who have you got for wildcard week number one? Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo minus 13. Oh, hello. So, uh, Jerry has got the under 42 for the 49ers game. And, look, I'm going to go for it, guys. Uh, I'm I'm going for the Ravens. On the screen there, it says plus seven, but it has gone out to plus 10. So I will take those uh, extra three points there, top rope, if that's all right. And um, hopefully, hopefully next week, uh, mate, the smile cannot be wiped off my face, that is for sure. So when you're a winner, you are definitely a happy man, mate. And speaking of winners, our third and long ankle breakers competition, uh, we had our winner, Bidgie43, he picked... Uh, the the Lions to win by four points. Well done, mate. That was a gutsy pick. So, look, the matchup for this week is going to be the Cowboys versus the Bucks, Tuesday, 12, 15 p.m. For everyone out there, uh, you should know by now how to enter. You pick the team that you think is going to win and by what margin. So, for example... Uh, I would like to say that the Cowboys will kick a match-winning field goal and say goodbye to Tom Brady. And uh, so just head straight to your socials, tag as many people as you can. Make sure you tag us in the posts as well, at, especially on Twitter, at Little Birdie TV and Third and Long TV. And uh, remember, guys, have an enjoyable week. Top Rope, it is that time once again, mate, where we're going to sign off, and I'll see you next week. Hopefully, I'll be uh, happy or crying, mate. It's either one way. So that's, mate, that's a wrap. 19th show of the season. Remember to hit the shop, littlebirdie.live. Subscribe to the tips packages from Top Rope or Jerry. You will find that in the store. Follow us on YouTube. You can find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, or wherever you crazy cats listen to your podcasts. And remember to follow us on everything, Little Birdie TV and at Third and Long TV on Insta, Insta, 
Twitter, and all the socials. And remember, guys, for all your NFL punting action, it can be found at topsport.com.au. Invest wisely, punters, and enjoy Wild Card Week. And uh, go Cowboys and 49ers, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.